Previously on The Mortal Path. I think I'll be honest, it's, it's the oldest trick in the book. Is uh, pretending there's a ghost or a monster to scare people off the, the place where there's the good stuff. What if it's the sort of experiments that don't, like, make living things or monsters? What if it just, like, you open the door and the room's full of poison gas or something? That seems like a pretty shit experiment. Then I think it is still here. What goes on in the heart of the city? There's this sense of almost being trapped in this darkness and then your vision kind of shifts a little bit and you sink down and you see these layers of stone and you see this huge kind of building stretching out before you one that seems to take up this just enormous amount of space and you hear this kind of (laughs) from this center darkness in this huge building this place is perfectly safe and i'm gonna walk into it forward secret office you found all of these papers on the desk what do you want to do the uh terrifying beetle teacups have skittered away into the corners haven't they yeah every time that you move or you kind of make a noise they skitter away from you can i take out the glad yes i'm sorry the what the, the uh, sticky hat, Gary. The sticky yeah. hat. Oh. The glue hat. It's a simple glat. It's, it's a mere glat, yeah. <laughs> a common or a garden glat. Uh, has the hole repaired itself? The hole has not repaired itself. It's a real glatton for punishment. Oh! Hey, come on. Come on. We are officially like one minute and 20 seconds into the episode, so you... Less than that. By the time we listen to that, it'll be less. It'll be less. Uh. <laughs> you are on form. You are on form. Please continue. I would like to uh, hold that out to the party, uh, whom I assume are not remotely looking at me, because now I'll be looking at the books and Tarot's probably staring at an interesting crack on the wall. Yeah, what is Tarot doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my guy. tell us. I don't know. What is Tyro doing? <laughs> Neither do I. That's why I asked. Let's take a moment to consider what Tyro is doing at this point. There, There's like papers. What are these papers? The papers are all... <laughs> the papers are all the notes that Dexa has made on all of the things he seems to be very interested in. Mainly reanimation, teleportation, and sneaking into this gotcha. uh, learning chamber. Gotcha. Okay, we read those. Tyro is thinking about the things that he remembers... <laughs> other people reading to him or him reading last okay. week five seconds ago are those thoughts leading anywhere or are they just ruminating hmm no he, he's just thinking uh i i will poke findex in, in the knee because i could reach that eh. and, and say hey do you want your hat back it, it, it's, it's still broken i'm afraid it didn't repair itself oh that that's okay uh i i can carry it but i i have this little helmet on now so. Oh, right, yeah, no, fair enough. I, if you want me to wear it, I'll wear it. Does the helmet have, like, a crest on it? Like <laughs> no, I think it's smooth. It's a glue hat. Are you going to stack it? I mean... Buckaroo. The thing is, if anyone can carry this off, it's Findex. 
Two hats, Findex. Every time we find a hat, <laughs> just hats for days. Oh my gosh! Well, it's happening now. Okay. I look at Findex and I go, I don't know, I think he might just add a little extra something. And I hand it to him. It's happening. Right, just... <laughs> and I watch expectantly until he puts it on. Okay, he takes the hat and he very slowly puts it on his head. As he puts it on, it kind of almost seems to stretch to fit over the helmet bit and it does kind of fit and he stands there and he looks confused and he looks at you and he goes like this i should wear it like this oh perfect you know you can really carry that off index that's just wonderful and i uh conceal my giggles okay make me a deception check oh no i don't want to hurt his feelings well then you shouldn't be trying to make him look silly Findex, the lizardman also known as Mr. Stretch to Fit. Excuse me? <laughs> what did you just say? This is becoming a very different podcast for <laughs> You're writing fanfic there. <laughs> That's very different. Uh, what was your deception check? Ten. Uh, Findex looks at you and he very slowly narrows his eyes and he goes, Is 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 this a joke? Is it for a joke? Um, Life's a joke, Findex. The only joke is the one you carry with you. <laughs> wow. That owns. Anyway, now, have you found anything useful? Well, I found some stairs. Oh, what, really? So, just uh, a bit further to the. Uh, I'm gonna go with south. If we go, if we look at the map below here. I'm not very good at maps, Nat. I'll just kind of follow you, tell me where I'm going. I think if we go out and turn left and go forward. There'll be a room with some stairs in. Okay. And we need to go down, right? Yeah. And so I think that looks like the closest way. All right. What do you think, Taro? All right. Sounds fine. Taro, I think, wasn't paying attention. Have we got everything <laughs> we need to out this room? Well, it, look, it, there's just this papers and stuff, right? It's not much here anyway. Well, I know, but Nat likes papers. I just want to be sure. I, I've got all I need. All right. Well, off we go then. Okay. I would like one of you to make me a survival check Ed's gonna do it if somebody is helping with map reading then you can make it with advantage or you can both make a survival check and take the highest is there a canon reason why Tara is making the survival check or is it just because I said so first I- I've got a-, a solid minus one I will make the survival check with y- you uh, in that case can I just not help and give Tara advantage yeah okay let me roll this die twice so the first one was was a, a natural one. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> but luckily there's advantage. Ah. It's a 17. Ah. ah. Okay. Okay, very good. So you very quickly navigate your way through these halls and you find a set of stairs that go down and you go down these stairs and you walk around for a bit and you realize that you were definitely in a basement and there don't seem to be any more stairs going down. It takes you about half an hour, and as you come back out to the front, you are in some sort of entrance room to the building. You can see what look like desks and places where people would have um, filed in. There are books where people have signed in names and logged various things. And there are two big double doors that lead out into the second layer. Are we one layer down from where we were before? I I believe so. Because we came down the inside of the temple. If we go out these doors... What level are we going to be on? The, the the second level. Okay. So. And we're aiming for the, the first. first level. So we need to find a way down. All right. Okay. 
So I guess we just exit and look around. Yeah, let's just go for a warm tour, I suppose. How dark is it out, out there? It is very dark. There is no natural light getting through to the second layer. How far can I see? You can see 120 feet. Nice. How far can I see? You can see 60 feet, which is your normal dark vision range. I don't have I don't have this juiced up Gucci dark vision from, from space. Nope, you didn't get the Gucci vision. Uh. <laughs> what are you upset about, Gary? Does that upset you, that, that phrase? What upsets you about that? Has something really upset you there? You look upset. It seems to me like something's upset you. Uh, start your timestamps now. Have you been upset? The first breakdown of the show. Oh. Oh, boy. You're crying. You do look upset. Oh, that's upsetting. Will you let him breathe? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Come on. You can do it. We all believe in you here. Okay, you you rolled a thirteen. A thirteen for what? What did I ask you to roll for? Casting the the cantrip for the lightness. Okay, yeah. So you concentrate and you well, you tell me what does it look like because this is from your book. So I I look and I see nothing because it is dark. And then I go to my book because I saw this combination of glyphs that seemed to me to be something to do with light. And then I think I kind of just held my hand out a bit and started, like, speaking, even though it wasn't a language I understood. And what came out was Melechra. And suddenly a spark just came out came out of my fingertips and then sort of fell to the ground and split into four. And these four sort of circles, a very dim light sort of started levitating up and spreading out in front of me. But I wonder if we might do better not to have those out, given that it's not actually that dark down here. Oh, it, I, I can't see at all. Yeah, it's pretty dark. I can't see anything at all. Well, really? What's the furthest thing I can see from where I'm standing? You see streets stretching out of you. They're cobbled. Everything is beautiful. Nothing looks damaged or broken. It just is empty, dark and deserted. Okay. Well, i tell you what. Here's an idea. If you can tell me roughly where to go... I don't mind going a bit further ahead. Why? We have this... And just sort of check in. I'll just... When when we get to... Right, you see those buildings over there? I can go up to the crossroads of those buildings and check either way, make sure there's nothing on either side, and then we'll be clear for going forwards. Uh, what buildings? Which buildings? There's like... That, that, it's, okay. all, it's all buildings. Well, whichever direction we're going in. It's just doors. There's doors everywhere. Phoenix, that... You got anything to contribute on that idea? Well... I don't really see the... So you're saying I would put my lights away? No, no. You keep your well, lights. Okay. I just... I'll go ahead. Let's just go. So that if I do see something in front of us... Tara begins walking. Okay. In that case, I will uh, stealthily follow him. Okay, roll me a stealth check, please. Tara does not stealth. I will roll a stealth check, may I just say, with my beautiful new uh, metal dice that I bought from D and Dice UK. Nice. Holy shit, they are lovely. Buy now to avoid disappointment. One of our, our, our sponsor, our sponsor, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That is a. This is the first time I've rolled them on the show, and it's a stealth check, which luckily I'm good at. So that's <laughs> twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, congratulations to that shiny rock for knocking it out of the park. <laughs> 
Like a little shadow, Nerium slips past Utaro and disappears into the dark. Um, I'm not going past him. I'm going up to where he is. So I'm, Okay. Yeah, but I am looking out ahead. Can I perception check for any kind of movement, any suggestion that there are, I don't know, fucking rebels or horribly damaged fish elves? Or... Yes, please. That's nat 20. Nice. Okay. Fucking, I love this dice. It's pretty. It rolls really nice. And it's weighted horribly towards natural 20s. It's a nice trend now. (laughs) Okay, so you creep ahead and you can see these streets that stretch out ahead of you. Nothing is moving. There's no sound. But looking ahead, you can see this in the distance, about 120 feet, what looks to be a kind of road map type sign like an information board <gasps> on one of the street corners they've got a tourist map hang on and i will make my way directly towards it okay all of the writing is in the language that you can't understand but it is a circular drawing and it is relatively easily drawn out you can see this big building in the middle and you assume that that's going to be where you've just come from and you are heading on this this quite wide road straight towards a rectangle with some writing in it on the very edge of the city and there seem to be six of these around the corners not the corners there's no corners on a circle around the edge that was straight ahead from where we were wasn't it yeah okay i would like to cast message back at nat and say nat Coast clear. If you keep going forwards, I found a map. I'm sorry, did you just say toast's clear? No, I said toast's toast clear. Coast is clear. Shout out to toast. Shout out to my boy. Shout out to toast. We're not all from Sidarian. Some of us. <laughs> toast's an avid listener, I assume. Yeah. We're going to meet them shortly after Toucan Dan. <laughs> I mean, God, there are so many layers here. Yeah, memes. God, this is getting confusing. Memes within memes. <laughs> <laughs> Nat, I think the coast is clear. If you want to go straight ahead, I've found a map and I think it might be useful. Oh, wonderful. I, I do that. Okay, you all come up to this sign and you and Taro, who can read the language, there are these points around the corners that are called access points. And there's a bit of information beside them that seems to indicate that they are ways in which you can get to the level below or the level above. Here is the map. Where would you like to go? Well, it looks like we're going down, doesn't it? Before Taro can set off ahead, whilst he's still thinking about the thing that he was just talking about that none of us understood, I would like to stealth ahead. Okay, roll me another stealth check. Yeah. Oh my god, it rolls beautifully. So, seven, 17 plus 8. Oh I yeah. Mean, pretty fucking selfie. Well, sorry, plus 8? Yes. Let me check my character sheet. Rogues, man. It's wonderful. I am actually good at stuff. It's illegal. Double proficiency. Yeah. I have expertise. Like a little shadow, Nerium just slips off into the darkness and you don't see her. You don't hear her. Are we just getting used to this? That just Nerium just vanishes occasionally and we're like, well, done. Yep. Gone now. You all start making your way down this uh, street. Roll me a perception check. That is a mere 16. A mere 16. Nothing is moving. Nothing's making any sound. It takes you about 15 or so minutes before you see this big open platform almost that has these two huge sets of stairs. One that is going up and angling back towards the main building that you've come out of as if the layer above was smaller it would reach that layer above and one that's going the opposite way going down into the gloom so it's like a gigantic fire escape 
huge fire escape. So presumably no disabled people in any sort of mobility impairment. No, that's a good point. Next to them is a <laughs> ramp. So there's parts of the stairs that are a smooth and slower incline. So it looks like it would be accessible. Nerium is pleased to notice that. We've, yeah. we've enacted change in this world. Good, 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 good point. <laughs> okay, well, I'll wait for them all to catch up um, because I'm not going downstairs by myself. So it's a big staircase. Is that what we're gathering here? Yeah. Uh, staircase is our first foe. <laughs> first and last foe, I think. <laughs> do we have to do it standing four across? Do a yeah. Sort of oh, boy, okay, yeah. That's it. Hop, skip, and a jump. When our party's up to like 60 people, it's going to get really confusing. Yeah. The more NPCs. The more NPCs we refuse to leave behind. Yeah. So, Yui, you need to do eight character voices in every conversation. <laughs> Speaking of, Findex looks back at all of you and he goes, Are we really going down there? It looks really scary. I mean, does it look any scarier than the apocalyptic abandoned underground city that we're already in, Findex? I was going to say, the scariness levels are sort of plateaued at this point. What about the demon? Demon Schmeeman. I mean, we're prepared. We know he's down there. And the thing is, Findex, there's people down there as well. We've got to we got to do the right thing. Right. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. That said, before I before I go downstairs, can I roll a d20 and see if I can do that thing that Nat does with the armour? Yeah. Ooh, I know it. That was cocked. That was cocked. Oh, that's a 19. That's better. Okay. All right. Can I put my mage armour on? Yeah. What, what's it oh, look thank like? Oh, God. What's it look like? What happens? It looks like a, just sort of a sudden swirl of shadows that encompasses Nerium and then goes... And gets sort of sucked into her skin and her clothes. Ah! What was that? Oh, I don't know. Did you do that? Nerio? I don't know. Is that what it looks like? Did it look like when Nat does it? I was trying to do the Nat thing. Nerio? You, you know, when you got your... Oh, oh, I know. Um, Findex, very, very gently smack my hand. Ah! Uh... He looks over to you, Natalia. I'm going to, like, skip over and, like, put my, my hand out and, like, see what happens when the two bits of... Like shadow, yeah. shadow armor. Yeah. Touch. Oh, okay. There is this moment where your hands almost touch, and then there's this swirl of shadows, and they both look slightly different. There's almost more like color and depth in the shadows around Natalia, whereas Nerium's are a much more kind of smoky gray type. I hold my hand up and say, Shadow Five. Oh, oh okay, Shadow Five. Yeah, there's a little. Of shadow around your fingertips. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's not so bad then. Right, ready for anything. Off we go. Do you want to go forward and scout again? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Same thing. Stealth and perception. Stealth. Uh, nineteen stealth. And perception is eighteen. <laughs> you laughing at sorry i was looking i was looking through my character sheet to find my list of names i haven't put any of those in there but in the characteristics section i have filled in nothing except for faith where i have written big nut (laughs) (laughs) sounds accurate sounds accurate excellent great okay brilliant so (laughs) nary he really needs a big bolt Oh boy. Okay. Oh lordy. <laughs> so you start making your way down the stairs, Nerium. Yeah. Again, silent, dark, no sounds. And these stairs, they go straight for a bit and then they curve and they go on the slow descent. And before long, you come out onto this platform that again is 
identical to the one above and looks out into the gloom of this first layer of the city. What you notice is that all of the buildings here, as well as being perfectly constructed and with no signs of damage, they are all incredibly ornate and beautiful. Some of them look like houses, but very big, grand houses. And most of them look like they're maybe civil building type things or mm -hmm. galleries or all sorts of arts and science. It looks like okay. what you would imagine the, the upper layers of Hopewell would look like. Yeah, yeah. And everything looks fairly pristine. Yeah. What's, what's the dust situation like? None. <laughs> wow. Okay, so no footprints, no sand, no... Nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, I will message back up uh, to Nat and say, yeah, yeah, I think I think we're good. It's it's really fancy down here. Uh, Taro, we can we can descend further. Findex, Findex, we're good to go. All right. Right. And I I just heard yes, yeah. The dust situation is okay. Oh oh, thank goodness. I was really concerned about the dust situation. Mm. I Same. you know that's what I thought. As soon as I got down here, I thought you know I'm really concerned about the dust levels. I was really worried. You see, what if we get down there and there's dust? I didn't I didn't know what to do. I mean, what about our hay fever? Are terrible allergies. Exactly. Footprints. Asthma. Luckily, Nerium is one layer down and can hear none of this bullshittery. Let, let's let's follow. Let's go. <laughs> Before she disappears away forever. In case dust turns up, we've got to get we've got to get going. In case she finds the lack of dust more interesting than her party members. Alrighty, you all head down the stairs. I find your lack of dust disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself the most. No, that was very good. How, how did you love Big Nut, but you hated the dust joke? The dust joke was very good. Big Nut is very funny. The dust joke is a Star Wars reference. It's it's pretty obvious which one I'm going to prefer. Okay, fair enough. Right, you, got, you get down onto this first layer. It looks, like I described before, very ornate, very beautiful, untouched. Is there room stealth? Or just any flavour of invisible? Uh, I was I was stealth, but I imagine you, Chucklefucks, stomping down the steps behind me. I'm probably not that stealthed at this point. Yeah, but, but can I see you, is I guess what I'm saying. Oh yeah, no, I'm not hiding. Okay, cool. You're just stealthed. She makes herself known to you. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Sticks a little hand out from beside the stairs. Hello! Give a little reciprocal wave. Little jazz wave. I'm over here. No, down a bit. Hi. Oh. Nat, you got the map in you. Not to this place. Oh, I thought we had the thing with a heart in the middle of it. Do, do we have a map to this place? You do not have a map to this place. Make me an intelligence check. Oh, boy. Uh, that's the, the second 13 of the ninth. You don't have a map to this particular layer, but you have seen maps for three layers before, and they are all very, very similar. The main focal point of that layer is in the centre. The temple is in the centre, the archicrypt was in the centre. You assume the learning chambers is probably going to be towards the centre of this layer. Neri? Yeah? Just head back the way we came, just now down a layer. So if the temple was on this this floor. So where the temple or the archicrypt would be on the... Right, yeah. No, okay, yeah. I'll do that. Cool. Uh, and I do so stealth ooh, ooh, stealthily, but that is a ten. Okay, make me your perception check. D and dice only insured for the first four rolls. Yeah. That's it. After that, they're done. You spend... Yeah, you're not fucking kidding, actually, because that is a, a... They've got four slots. Thirteen. You start making your way down this wide street, and as you're walking, make me a constitution saving throw. 
Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, 13. That's weird. This is the 13th episode. <laughs> there is this sudden rush of nausea and lightheadedness, and you feel this kind of pulsing almost of what you now know is magic that is so strong and almost so sickly that your, your stomach turns with it. You have never in your life been subject to this much magic this much raw magic at once and it's you feel nauseous you don't feel particularly good and it throws off your stealth it throws off your perception and Tara and Natalia you two following behind you also feel this nausea you feel this pulsing of magic this not as strongly but you being more used to it it's almost like pushing through a snowstorm of magic hey Therian you should try stealthing <laughs> I think we're quite close to the bad guys. I, uh, I'm gonna lean against the nearest, the nearest wall, take a couple of steadying breaths. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just gonna touch that little burn mark that I've got on my neck there, and think. I wonder if that does anything that's gonna be helpful here. Probably not. Um, but I'm just gonna keep my fingers on it okay. as I'm walking forward on the grounds so that you know. The, the person who gave it to me was, like, from this place, as far as I can tell. So I'm just going to keep my fingers on it, and then I'm going to keep walking forward. And Tara's yelling, so I'm not even going to stealth. I just realised that stealth is a, is not a verb in in universe, right? No we would ever say, try stealthing. But I guess Tara would. So <laughs> yeah, I guess, that's it. I You're guess just breaking it. the fourth wall. When, when, yeah, we're not in our universe, are we? How far do you get before you two start to follow? I don't know if anyone ever told Terra that we were waiting for a signal, but I think he's picked up and that's how it works. <laughs> well, once I am on the verge of being out of sight of them, so about 120 feet away, yep. if nothing's happened and I can't see anything, I will say, cast message and say, um, it's a bit weird down here. It's, um, it's very magic-y. It's a bit like, it's like a whole blanket of magic-y squashness. And it's not very pleasant, but I think there's not actually any... Excuse me. There's not actually any danger that I can tell. So you guys can come on. Both of you and Vindex, all three of you hear this message ringing so loudly in your ears as if amplified. Ow. Uh, Ow. Nerium, stop, stop. And Nerium, you hear this sudden barrage from all of them as they speak back. I can hear all of them? Yeah. Ah, I sit down. Nerium, stop casting the message. I mean, okay. And then I'm going to start not really running because dark, mm. but moving quickly towards Narium. Okay. Tarot's stealthing. He's sneaking. Okay. He gets a okay. sneak on. It's sneaky time for Tarot. Roll me a stealth check. How do I do that? With panache. I don't know how to use the website. I just keep going back to the page with Big Nut. I, <laughs> which page is my skills on? Skills and proficiencies. Oh, they're all on one thing. Okay, okay, okay. Snealth. Uh, five. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Make me a constitution saving throw. No. Oh. And Natalia as well, please. Infinix. Nat 20. Nat 20. Hey. I'm a bit annoyed by how I have like 19. Natalia, you feel this push of magic. And again, your stomach, but you hold on and you continue through and you're all right. And Tara, the same thing. There's this push enough that it knocks you off your feet. Just enough that a bit of your armor kind of off one of the walls. But you steady yourself and you do not throw up or pass out and you keep on heading towards Narium. That's a first. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if this would work, but with a nat 20, 
Could it feel good? Um, kinky. In the same way that busting makes you feel good? No. Busting makes you... Categorically not. Okay. Unless you're talking about busting some sick rhymes. I'm talking about busting some ghosts. I thought you said busted, like the band. Busted can make you feel good, too. I love that band. Oh, nothing has changed, but they live underwater. Nothing has changed, but they live underwater. Oh, no, you found it out. This whole city I just fixed up. This is busted fanfic. (laughs) (laughs) I've been found out. It feels powerful, Natalia. There is a second where you realize that if you could harness this power, oh no! If you could use this, you would be unstoppable. <sighs> but as you are thinking that, you can feel this underlying nausea, and you know that it would also be very dangerous, potentially catastrophic, to try and do that, especially at your current tolerance levels. <laughs> magic will say. I will index that fact under. Hmm come back to that later okay in the findex index <laughs> the findex index is that what it is when we give findex a book is that the findex index <laughs> yeah we don't give findex books it doesn't end well <laughs> he he is running towards you no stealth just feet flapping on the ground um Aww. he doesn't seem affected by the magic at all he doesn't seem to have noticed anything different huh. okay Neri, are you okay i mean i'm I will. I'm fine. I will be fine. I'm just. I'm just gonna have a little drink of water and and uh, a couple of deep breaths. I don't think I want to go first. I think. Can we go together from this point? Findex. What? Taro. You. You look a bit queasy. And I. I can feel something with all this magic whirling around. Uh, Findex. Yeah. Yes. Can you feel anything? No. I mean, emotionally, a a lot right (laughs) now. But physically, I feel okay. But Findex. You're going to have to be our brave lizard boy. Oh no. I think you're going to need to lead the way here. I can't see. I will give you light. Can you do that? Well, we got candles, didn't we? I do have candles, you are correct. I think I have four candles. Should I? Okay. He pulls out a candle. I will lean over and I will press the digitation light it. Yeah, there. this flame for a second encompasses your whole hand. Oh shit. And then burns out and the candles light and goes, ah! Sorry. Yeah, you've not quite got the hang of that one yet, have you? Hello. No, well, I am quite new to all of this. You need to be careful when you spark up. <laughs> I'll bear that in mind, Nat. Sorry, sorry. But, but Findex, it's all right. There's not been anything so far, so you should be okay. And we're right behind you. Right. I'm going to go very quietly. Yeah, watch out for tables. <laughs> Findex's greatest enemy, tables. He shoots you a wounded look. <laughs> very sincere. <laughs> He shoots you a wounded look over his shoulder. <laughs> and then steps into a table. And he... <laughs> and is wounded. <laughs> what poor look. No! The Phoenix dies of table. <laughs> I'm not oh allowed to kill Findex. Anyway, Findex very quietly, actually, very quietly, disappears down the main street, holding this candle, and the flame bobs and bobs. And for those of you without dark vision, it disappears quite quickly and for those of you who do have dark vision you can see him go either 60 to 120 feet and he just continues forward and he at some point disappears out of sight from you guys you see this little candle flame getting smaller and smaller and smaller hey we should probably follow him oh, we follow we follow yeah we yeah. follow okay we don't let him get out of sight he just leaves and we're like well that's it that solves all the problems <laughs> right well let's go back upstairs <laughs> um, <laughs> 
I don't say that. I do not say that. Oh my Absolutely God. not. Okay. No, he's got the loot. <laughs> oh shit, he's got the loot. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> this was his plan all along. <laughs> it's like when you, it's like in Skyrim when you like let go of a companion and then you realize they are carrying all of your swords. Oh, anyway, that scaly bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you follow him and after a while I would like to follow him stealthily just in case okay roll me stealth checks for anyone uh, who's... that was a 17 plus 8 okay so. very quietly is Tara still stealthing on a 5 you, you can stealth again because you've stopped and talked yeah re-stealth 8 16 Tara is much quieter this time Natalia now it's you who is trailing behind um, you are not making like a lot of noise but the lights around you are casting shadows and you can see bits of buildings lighting up as you're walking has anything happened to the lights have they got bigger or are they fine because they were cast before no nothing has happened to the lights yet so they're just they're just as they are after about a 15 20 minute walk you see ahead of you this huge building this building that stretches out of sight and into the darkness you cannot see the full perimeter of this massive circular building and as you look at it, there's only one big entranceway door and Findex, upon getting closer to it, comes to a halt and stops and turns around and points to it. Yeah, there it is. Well, yeah, this looks like it. Well, that's, that's your door. I mean... Good, good eye. Thank, thank you. Are we sure there's a... Do we want to look for a back door? Um, let me just consult the map. Yeah, let me put you over onto it on roll 20. Whoa! Oh, spoiler alert, I haven't put it on roll 20. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It's all right. I, I've got that JPEG. You have maps, guys. You have so many maps. It's fu- I've put it eight fucking times on the Discord. In fact, I put it on the Discord, and then I fucking <laughs> reminded you with it again on the Discord. Yes, it is sideways. No, I will not hear a word about it. Let me log back into Discord. It's all right. I can tell from looking at the map in front of me, there are no back doors. You can indeed tell that. There is only the one there's door. There's only front doors. Well, there's no back doors noted no, on the Which map. Which contravenes a lot of fire safety measures. Exactly. Yeah. They should be fined. I bet there is a back door. I bet if we looked. Maybe it's just not on the map. What kind of place doesn't have a back door? A prison cell? Well, now, Tarot, that's a really good point, isn't it? Ah, yeah. but also a bank vault. I suppose that's a good point, too. I can't honestly say either either sounds particularly appealing. Um, no. But never mind, this is what we're doing, this is where we're going. But bank vault sounds good. Every door is the entrance to a bank vault when your heart is rich. What? <laughs> that in character. That's lovely, Nat. Maybe leave him to Findex. I think he's got a slightly more pithy turn of phrase. Was that one in your new book? <laughs> Natalia's book of Jenny Hall's truisms. <laughs> it, 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 it's this one I found in the fish library. It's called pearls of wisdom oh. uh, can we open the door can we open the door I, lo- I like that other one that was fish soup for the soul can we open the door can we do it <laughs> yes you're going up tower to try and open the door with my muscles okay the door swings open easily it's not locked there's a handle i'm so fucking ripped it just swings open and as it does all three of you feel almost like a sucker punch this <laughs> of magic <laughs> Is it like getting off the aeroplane in a hot country? Yeah. Is Tara sick? Make me constitution saving checks. All three of you again. Oh, God. Oh, God. Ed, why did you say that? I have to check because I feel like it's a canonical. 18. 4. 11. Yay! Natalia, this time your stomach just churns and you and you hold it back just... And Nerium, you 
managed to hold on. You're getting more used to it. And Taro, you proudly swing open that door and then promptly just throw up. I like to think he's just standing at a normal height and just like projectile fires forward. <laughs> just like... <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly And that's it. <laughs> it is, it's pretty terrible. And Vindex, who was standing vaguely behind you, goes, ah, Taro, are you all right? Oh, what happened? Why? Just kind of rub my mouth off on my sleeve and give him a thumbs up. <laughs> are, you, are you ill? What happened? Uh, there's sort of some magic stuff going on, I think. It's it's not the best. <laughs> it made you sick? Yeah, a bit. He very gently puts his hand on your back and pats it. Taro is sick again. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh God! Do you need water? Should we take a break? Just stop patting my back, please. He stops. Have you got some water in your water skin, Taro? Do you want to just have a quick sit down and maybe a mop up? I mean, I'd, I'd do the magic thing, but I can't here because I'll probably just like shake up, blow all your clothes apart or something. I think Taro's actually just gonna look around the room we've just walked into and been sick into twice. <laughs> DM here to say as always hello how are you doing I'm great thanks for asking and thanks for listening thank you for listening to me to Ed to Gary to Kitty to all the people in the show which is us four at the moment hope you also enjoyed listening to the blooper reel that was a fun one to drop I was suddenly inspired to do it at like way too late o'clock at night and it was just so fun. So if you haven't listened to the blooper, bleh, there's one for the blooper reel. Ah, no, I'm joking. I'll keep it in. I'm human. If you haven't listened to the blooper reel yet, definitely check it out because, oh my gosh, it is very funny. At least it's very funny to me. I crack up again every time I hear it. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all the amazing iTunes reviews we've been getting. I have now found out how to check like all of the iTunes reviews and I can see them all and oh my gosh you guys are just wonderful thank you so so much we can always do with more if you're on an iDevice and you can give us a couple of minutes drop us a review it helps us out so so much it really bumps us up the algorithms makes it so that people see us easier it's just really lovely and honestly sometimes at 3am I get sad and I like to read the reviews because they're all really nice and you all say nice things so Thanks. If you have a moment, also please consider telling your friends about the podcast, tell your foes about the podcast, tell anyone you think might be interested in giving us a list about the podcast. It would really, really help us out just so much. You wouldn't even know. It would be awesome. Speaking of awesome, I'd like to remind you all about our awesome affiliate, dndice.co.uk. If you use our code MORTALDICE, all capitals, you can get 5% off and there is free UK shipping and a flat rate to everywhere else. Their dice are gorgeous. I have, I think now maybe like three or four sets myself. I know Kitty's got a whole lot of dice. She's been rolling her very nice metal dice in this episode. Uh, they are just gorgeous, incredible dice. You have to go check them out. Pick up a couple of sets for yourself, for your friends, for your family, for your foes, because the way that you get to your foes is through kindness, of course. Uh, yeah, they're just fantastic. So check them out, please. 
But if you don't want to drop some dollar on the dice, we are doing giveaways as well. If you have a Tumblr account, all you need to do is check out our Tumblr post about our giveaway, reblog it, make sure you're following us on Tumblr, and you'll be entered to win a gorgeous set of D&D dice. Dice? D&D, D&D, D&D dice dice. <laughs> that made me laugh. Uh, if you don't have Tumblr, no worries. There's also a Twitter giveaway. All you need to do is tweet your favorite line from the show. It can be from any episode, and you need to include two hashtags. The first hashtag is... Hashtag the mortal path, or one word. And the second is hashtag TMP fan dice, all one word. TMP fan dice. Good luck. I'm looking forward to posting you your dice as soon as possible. Speaking of other cool things, IPM month is happening. If you haven't heard what this is, it's International Podcast Month. It's being set up by Tess, and it's this awesome month where a whole lot of podcasters have collaborated to create some really cool, amazing games. Check out their Twitter. It's at PodMonth on Twitter. I ran a game, a fifth ed, a fifteenth level dungeon that I that I wrote. It was so so fun. We used Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes. It was just really really fun to get some deep into some like proper D and D lore. Um, I was also playing in a game, a Call of Cthulhu game that you can check out when it comes out in September. That was also really fun, but uh, trigger warnings all over that thing. That was intense, but it was so, so fun. Please go and check out Pod Month. A whole lot of your favorite podcasters are doing just so many cool things. It's really, really awesome. I was so pleased to be part of it. I was so honored to be part of it. I played in and, and ran some really fun, fun stuff. So check it out. We have the most amazing community building on Tumblr and Twitter. You guys are all absolutely fantastic. It is just incredible. The outpouring of love, the the memes, the quotes, the art, the fanfic. It's just incredible. Thank you all so, so much. You are really, really making the show amazing. And I will let you get back to the show. Uh, fair warnings, it's about to get really weird over the next couple of episodes. Like really weird i'm gonna drop some more specific maybe things when we get closer but yeah it's about to go places so enjoy So you look into this room that you have just thrown up in twice and there are these sconces on the walls that have little glowing almost rocks in them. They look like gems or rocks and they look like the one that you found in the bedroom in the Atanas Manor. And they're giving off this soft light so the room is illuminated. But what catches your attention is that this entrance room, when it clearly is an entrance room, is in absolutely perfect condition. And the corridor leading ahead just stops halfway into pitch blackness that none of you can see through. Ooh. On the left and the right of this room are two short corridors with doors on either side. And Nerium, with your passive perception of 15, ahead of you, you can hear this weird kind of noise, almost like a thumping. It's very quiet. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, Can you guys hear that? Uh, hear what? Oh, that noise a bit like, like, shuk-chunk, shuk-chunk. You know, sort of like large things are smashing together. Uh, possibly on the other side of that extremely scary dark bit in the corridor. Make me perception checks. I wonder if I can light it up when I send one of my lights into the darkness. On your special orbs. Twelve. Thirteen. Seventeen. 
Tarot, you can't hear it, but Natalia, now that you're listening, you can hear this almost crashing sound. And as you send this light orb, it goes up against this, almost looks like a barrier, and then disappears through it, almost like it's being swallowed by the darkness and you can't see your light anymore. Ooh, bring it back. So, yeah, it comes back. Oh, it's just, a, right. it's just a trick, I guess. Is it magic darkness then? It, it seems like it, though uh, I wouldn't want to go in there. Maybe whatever's inside could use could see through this, maybe if it created it. Well, why don't we? You said you could hear something, right? Why don't we just walk up to it and see if the sound changes? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the sound's coming from there or from either side. I mean, it... Yubi. Yes. Are we lit now? You are now lit. <laughs> okay. It, the party really starts now. It's really kicking yeah. off. <laughs> I'm going to dismiss my lights okay. and go take a look at the door on the right. I, I put my ear to the door. Okay, roll me a perception check. Fucking 17? Yep, it's wood. Can't hear anything. <laughs> or you, mm. you can hear that thumping sound, but it doesn't sound like it's coming from that side. Does this tally with the map at all? Don't we have a map oh at this building? Oh my fucking god. Yes, we do. It tallies exactly with the map of the building. You are, I fucking, I the most... <laughs> are you talking about the map in canon? Or are you talking out of No, I'm talking map? about the map in canon because I'm assuming that Nat's holding it. You canonically and meta have a map to this building. I know, but I'm not physically holding it. It's a, You know, and I'm about two foot shorter than everybody else. That's fair. Uh, Narium, the, the map is exactly right. The blueprints match up and everything. It's a symmetrical building. Look here, you see? Oh, right, okay, yeah. And we all crowd around and look at the map. You all now know what the map looks like. Wow, wow. Now, that is a beautiful work of art. Somebody's worked really hard on that, haven't they? I think they have. Yeah, it looks like this map was really carefully made. It looks like someone really loved that map. But it's weird. I'm glad that we found it and we're using it. It looks like it's sort of a, a wrong rotation. Like, it feels like it should be round at about 90 degrees to how it is. Yeah, the writing's on a funny angle, isn't Nat, it? Nat, are you holding it right? Oh, no, look, no, look. No. If you twiddle it like that... Oh, you turn it. We we just have to turn it. Okay. Oh. It's weird. Oh, right. So straight ahead <laughs> is actually the rope that... Oh, well, we can't get to the middle bit unless we go straight ahead. It's really weird that they printed the map at 90 degrees to how it I'm should have been. <laughs> I'm quitting it. I'm, quit. I'm gone. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening to The Mortal Path. Uh, it's been good. We had a good run. What was it? 17 episodes? I think that's a good time to end it as any. <laughs> and oh, I've, I've stopped my recording. <clears throat> Okay, you're all looking at the map. You all now know it looks. You all now know what the map looks like. And we all now know, uh, just to make it clear for listeners, if we go through the two doors at the sides, there is then no access through to the heart at the centre, which is where we want to get to. Yes. Great. Good. We need to go full Joseph Conrad. Glad they built that like that. We do need to go full Joseph Conrad. Um, I don't get that reference. I don't get it. The heart of darkness. Oh yeah, I just finished reading that book. Oh my god, I'm glad that you made the connection. So anyway, I'm glad you're educated. <laughs> right, okay. I don't think we should attempt going through that darkness that with the thumpy thing until we've done everything we can to try and work out what's through there and what it might do to us. I mean, I've got like I've got some rope and I've got a. Well, I tell you what, I've got I've got an art piece that I picked up in Eternus Manor. I'm going to say it's a little china figure of a dog. Okay. What demon could withstand it? Tiny dog. <laughs> tiny dog. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I was thinking about it, and it looks a bit like that dog that um, I met once and didn't like that much. 
I'm going to tie my rope around the tiny china figure of the dog. Okay. And then I'm going to kind of, not throw it, but like slide it across the floor through the darkness, holding on to the end of the rope. Okay, make me a strength check. May God have mercy on its soul. I mean, it's a china dog, it's fine. And now that I look at it, I think maybe it's part of a pair and I don't have the other one, so I'm not really bothered. Um, what am I rolling, Yubes? You're rolling me a strength <laughs> check, please. A strength? Oh, that's... Why is it strength? I'm just sliding it across the floor. Why would that not be dead? So you're using your mascals. Your mascals. Eleven. It slides forward into the darkness as this sound that you hear, and then it stops at some point. The rope disappears into the darkness. It's Great. It's not a gradual darkness. It is a sudden barrier. I can still hear the thumpy thumpies. Yes, you can. Wait. What? It, it took it. What? Well, well, no, no, it's on a rope. And that, that, it's all right. And then I slowly start pulling on the rope to see at what point it actually feels like I'm pulling an item back. Look, porcelain dog knew what it was getting into when it took this job. I mean, yeah. And then once I can feel the faint resistance of actually pulling something that's weight. Yep. I want to make a note of how much rope there is when I pull it back so I can see how far in it went. It probably went in about 15 feet. And is the dog still intact? intact a little bit of the ear is chipped off where it hit the ground but right so 15 feet in it's clear it would seem or at least it's clear to the height of a china dog now findex yeah hey findex uh would you for safety uh what would you mind if we tied a rope around you oh no you can't send findex (laughs) in next i was gonna say he should just shove the dog in because he's a bit stronger than me have we got anything bigger than a dog you can't send findex in there bigger than a Dog? Wait, we sent something in there. I'm pretty sure nothing's stealing it. It's... Yeah, but I didn't go very far in. If you want me to go in there, I... I will. Findex, that's so brave, but I don't think it's necessary yet. <laughs> what, what, what other ideas have you got? Findex, have we got anything big in that massive bag that you're carrying there? Uh, he starts to dig through it. I have a mug that's very cold when I touch it. I have, uh... Oh, no, not that. Uh, I... Oh, you'll send Findex in, but not the mug of cold beverages. Nice. (laughs) The mug of cold beverages does not have eyes. I mean, if I went in there, I would have the mug with me. That's a very good point, Uh, Findex. No, I think we'd have you leave the mug behind, just in case. (laughs) The whole swag bag, in fact. I am am glaring such daggers at my entire party right now. Look, can we not check these other two doors? I do appreciate the uh, the, the, the desire to, to move forward. Well, off you go, Tara. You do those. That's fine. All right, then. I will. (laughs) Okay, which door are you going for? Left or right? Left. You open it up and there is a room that is about 50 by 40 feet. It's a big room. That's big. And it's a big room. And in the center of this room is a table. And in the center of this table is what looks like a single box with a lid on it. And there is nothing else in this room except for a table with a box and a lid. And there is a door as well. A little corridor and a door leading out of this room into a next one. Oh, ha. Huh. Fucking keep Findex out of here, holy shit. <laughs> His nemesis, it's returned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tara is going to start walking towards the box. No books, no tables. I, I follow. Okay, you walk towards... Are you going as well, Nerim? Findex will, Findex will go with ta- where Tara is going, won't he? So, uh... Yeah, Findex is I'm following. Just, I'm just going to have another go at sort of shoving that china dog and see if I can push it a bit further. Okay, make time. me a strength check. That's so cruel. After all the china dog sacrifice for us, you want to make him do it again? 17. You throw the china dog in and it slides maybe... No, I'm sliding okay. it across the you, floor. I don't okay. want to smash it. You, like a curling champion, you slide yes. the dog <laughs> across the floor. It goes to the end of the rope that you're holding 
and stops. You're holding the very end of the rope. Okay, I pull it back slowly. Fine, looks absolutely fine. Oh, China Dog's back with us again. I'm so happy. I make a mental note of that. Uh, I stuff the China Dog back in the pillowcase bag that I believe I now have. Okay. And I scamper back off to see what the rest of them are doing. That pup is a hero. He does a better <laughs> treatment than being shoved into a bag. I take the China Dog out of the bag. I walk up to Taro and I say, Taro, this is for you. Taro, what does Taro have? Where can Taro put the China Dog? I mean, I've got suggestions. If index, hold this, this. <laughs> All right. Be careful with it. It's had a rough time. Right. I'll be very careful. A uh, rough. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it in the bag. You approach this box on the table. It is a completely plain wooden box. There is nothing on it at all. I think I think Taro's eyes are widening. I think he's excited about what's in the box. Okay. Taro, Taro opens the box. Okay. You open the box and you look inside and you see a very small room. Like you've got a bird's eye view down on a room. And you see in this very small room a little table with a little box on it and four figures in this room that is you... Natalia, <laughs> Nerium, and Findex, and the little figure is looking down into this box that they've just taken the lid off. Ah, this is uh, interesting. Can we see another room? How tall is the table? Can I actually see anything? Uh, you are probably too short, but Natalia, <laughs> yeah. you can, yeah, if you peer down, it's infinitesimally small, but inside that box is another room with a box and little figures. Can I put my hand in the box? <laughs> You oh do put your God. hand in the box. Nerium, with your uh, oh, no. passive perception of 15, there is a shift in the air, <laughs> and you glance up, and there is this gigantic blue hand. Oh, ceiling! Ceiling monster! Ceiling monster again! Uh, taro! Uh, and as you look up, you see Taro's face, huge, the size <laughs> ceiling peering down into the box. And above him, you see a bigger face that is again Taro, and I need all of you to make me wisdom saving throws. <laughs> What, even me? Oh, no! What, how do I see my own face? <laughs> oh, okay, are you... No, no, not you, because you're not looking... You're not looking up. I can't see my own face here, let's be real. No, you're not looking up. <laughs> okay, Ooh. you know how I get to re-roll ones? Uh-huh. I don't get to re-roll twos. No, you do not. Fuck. <laughs> 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 okay. Nerium is now a gibbering wreck on the floor. What did you get, Natalia? Seven. Seven. Ooh. <laughs> Both of you take six points of psychic damage. Holy <laughs> And you are now frightened of the ceiling, so you cannot look <laughs> up at the ceiling. <laughs> you know what? Damn straight, I'm frightened of the ceiling. I'm fucking what terrified of the ceiling right Holy now. Holy Does Tara notice that this is happening? Or is he you, too abs- you notice your two companions both kind of clutch their heads in agony and are now unable to look at the ceiling and are terrified. Okay. I would like to uh, crawl, crawl on my hands and knees, looking only at my hands, out of that fucking room. Okay, you are back in the main entrance room. Uh, I want to poke Nat. Okay. Oh, I- I've started going after Nerium. <laughs> okay, uh, both of you roll me initiative. Uh, well, what? Okay. No. Excuse me? Okay. 17. 13. Okay, Nat, you make it out of the room just in time as this 
this big blue finger comes down. But Tara, you see this. Absolutely. You see your own hand coming down into the room. And I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, Tara kills himself with, with brain. Oh, Findex also needs to make one. I'm going to use one of my lucky points to, okay. to cancel Okay, so then that. I need you to roll me uh, a percentage die. Oh, oh shit. I forgot there were, there were consequences to my actions. Yeah, that's what you get for cheating. How are you supposed to know? Whoa. Good I have so many dice. No, you don't. <laughs> you really no, do you not. Really don't, don't say that in the presence. That's a 47%. So re-roll your d20. Okay, okay, okay. It got lower. Then uh, you can take the first one. Seven. Okay. Uh, you take two points of psychic damage, and you are now afraid of the box and the ceiling. And Findex, who managed to... The only one who made his wisdom saving throw has still hightailed it out of the room going, ah! He's so wise. Okay, in my fear of the box, I whack it off the table. Oh! oh shit! You bring your hand to it and you smack it and the box does not move. Ah! Tara, get out of there! And then I run out of the room. Okay, you run out of the room. You're all in the main entrance hall again. That was shit. Let's not do that again. Yeah, let's let's not. That was odd. Banjo, we could have gone... Oh, there's other stuff past that. Look, if you want to go through there, you can. That's. I'm going to go and do the next one. I'm going to go to the door on the right-hand side, if I may. Okay. The door opens. It looks like a room that's full of bits of machinery that are maybe about uh, waist, about your head height, but waist height on everyone else. You can't really get a sense of what they're meant to do. They are all out of... Um, none of them are moving. It's quiet and silent. Can I make an investigation check to see if I know what any of them do? Please do. On the grounds, basically, that we're going to have to do all of this before we can get into the main bit, and I'd rather someone sensible did it. So, that is 17 on my investigation check. Okay. Looking at the machines, they look like they have clamps on them for either pulling things apart or holding them in place. Almost maybe like very specialised woodworking tools or something like that. Uh, More like woodworking, less like torture. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Doesn't look like torture at all. But you do see as well a door leading out from this room. The same pattern as the room that you just went into with the box. I will go over to that door, perception checking for threats, and specifically with particular note to the ceiling. Okie dokie. Make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, good. Uh... That is 18. You start walking and after a couple of steps, there's this feeling under your feet. Yeah. And then there's a (laughs) under your feet and the ground starts to shake like there is an earthquake happening. But you manage to keep your feet as you make your way over to this door. Yeah, I'm heading out towards the door. Do we see anything? I guess I'm looking through the door or just like stepped into the room. Do we see anything happen? while Naren's walking across the room. You you see, like, the ground kind of shaking. You can feel it. And, and if you're going into the room, please make me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, is this the wisest thing to do? No, but it's almost certainly going to happen anyway, so let's just get it over with. 20. You as well managed to keep your feet during this. Uh, can I go through the door? The door opens. You see a much larger room, one that is about 60 by 80 feet, and it is full of tables that again have much smaller machines on it and lots of like locks and keys and locking mechanisms and everything here looks very intricate and very finely detailed work and you see a corridor that leads to another room that you can't quite see into from your angle i'd like to follow okay you follow natalia are you following i'm keeping an eye on the darkness you're keeping an eye on the darkness just just making sure it's still there i'm glad somebody is can i 
Mm -hmm. from the doorway, make an investigation check to see if I think I can tell what those keys, boxes, etc. do and whether they are likely to make the floor shake again. Make me an investigation check. Uh, My investigation isn't great, you guys. Sorry. Yeah, that's eight. You don't really know? Yeah, I don't know what those do. They look fancy. They look really cool. There are locking mechanisms of the like you have never seen before. Some that look incredibly intricate. Some that seem to have... That's quite interesting. They are really interesting. And everything in here feels deeply magical. But you can't tell if it's going to make the room shake again or anything. Nerim, have you worked out what all this stuff is for? Um, not yet. I'm just going to have a quick check. And I'd like to go over to one of them uh, and just sort of pick up one of the keys you both walk into this room and you head out to these different tables with the different keys and locking mechanisms and then there is this noise behind you and the door has slammed shut and this large metal sheet that was on a chain hanging above the door has dropped down in front of it oh Uh, oh, as you turn around and you look at the, oh shoot. You turn around and you see by this huge metal sheet that's dropped down, that door is in the middle of this metal sheet. This metal sheet is about 10 foot wide. There is this kind of like pit in the ground that goes down about six or seven feet. And there's this long chain that goes from the top of this metal door up and then down into this almost cylindrical thing that dips down into the pit and that's about 12 foot or so long and on the metal door is this almost like a mosaic of numbers except some of the tiles have fallen off now and hit the ground from the bottom of this big covering over the chain that leads down to the pit there's a bit of the chain that you could probably pull to lift the metal door up but most of the chain is covered by this enormous counterweight Thing. Yeah, although it doesn't move. As you look at it, that is on the wall. The chain just passes through it. Does it look like it's made of like crystal or metal or what kind of substance is it? The covering? Yeah. It looks like stone. It's, it's just like a big like sheath thing that the chain falls yeah. through. Yeah, it is a big sheath. How wide is the big sheath? Like what's the what's the girth of the sheath? About five foot. Five foot of... Is that is that five foot <laughs> circumference or five foot radius or five foot diameter? I don't know what either of those mean. Radius? It looks like circumference. From the diagram, it looks like circumference. Yep, go with what Kitty said. Which is like, that's like... So we do some quick maths, but that's like two foot like radius, right? No, two foot... Yeah. Diameter, more like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two foot diameter. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's what you see. So, okay, what's on the tiles, the bits that... Numbers. Oh my god! Is this it's countdown! High stakes countdown. <laughs> it's fucking countdown! No! That's only two points. You failed. I look at Tarot and I go, are you really good at numbers? Let's play number wang. Because <laughs> I'm going to be totally fucking honest here. I kind of have to take my shoes and socks off to get if I want to get to 20. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not so great at numbers, numbers either. Um... So are there like five slots in this thing? Are there slots on the door? There are six. Okay, six slots. Yep. What are the numbers on the floor? They're, they're like little cards, the numbers, right? The numbers on the floor are from one to zero. Only you can read them, Taro. Can I, wait, from one to zero? Sorry, from one, sorry, <laughs> all the way so that you could make, ta- you, sorry, so there's one, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We've got all, said, it's don't. binary, it's binary, guys, we've got this. <laughs> I, know I don't this. understand maths, and by the end of this, neither will you. Okay. So, it's, <laughs> no, from zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 
and they've fallen out. Some of them have fallen out onto the ground. Some of them are still kind of attached to the metal panel. All right, I think I think Terra stands in front of it and he goes, I think I can do this. Hang on. And then he senses himself for a minute. And he bends down and picks some numbers and he starts placing them into the slots. And he places five numbers and he turns around and it says 42069. And then <laughs> he walks off. I'm heading towards the other door now. And I say, there's six fucking slots. You haven't finished it. I don't... What are you doing? We're doomed. We've got to get out this other way. We've got to try the other door. There's no door through from the other way. I don't know if you remember looking at the map. Yeah, but there might be a clue in the next room or something. Look, I've done my best. I did my best. All right, you go and look for... You look for clues in the next room. I'm going to... You look for clues in the next room. I'm going to look at this puzzle. Yubi, can I... Can I reach the puzzle? You can just reach the puzzle, and you hear through that metal door a soft. Guys, are you okay? I will cast message. Ooh. To Nat, um, and I will say, Nat, I don't know how to get out of here. What? What happened? You all hear this, by the way. It went bang. Uh, do I realise that everyone can hear this? I think because it happened last time, there's a chance. Maybe intelligence check. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just talking to I, Matt, don't I? Oh, 17. Okay, no, I know everyone. No, yeah. you're, you're pretty sure. Wait, didn't Miriam know that other people heard it last time? Yeah, because I could hear you guys. Oh, okay. Well, I, I spoke about it this time as well. What six numbers do I need to get back out of here? Oh, but, uh, we need more information than that. Well, are, are there any clues around the room? Any other numbers? I will pick up one of the cards, because I don't know which numbers are which, because I don't read this language. <laughs> you can't read this language. And I will see if I can find a symbol that matches it anywhere. Oh, yeah. Or a set, a set of six numbers. So Tara just put five numbers on the board, thought it was really funny, <laughs> and then walked off. Yeah. And, and nobody else knows. Yep. Added to which, I'm not sure 420 has any particular connotations in this universe. No, canonically it does. It does. It means the same thing. <laughs> yep. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Thank yep. You. Um, just because that's fun and I like it. Um... <laughs> It means consume yeah. green But 69 is God's name. <laughs> it is. I mean, Narium is familiar with this. Yeah. Um, That's some law. That's some background law. <laughs> nice. Nice. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so. But can I find any symbols that match one that I've picked up on a card? I don't know what number is on the card. Yeah, there are a couple. Are there any that have six digits in a row? They're all single symbols on single cards. No, no, on anywhere in the room that I can find a matching symbol. Oh, make me an investigation check. Oh, please, please, please. Two. Two. No. Tara, as you're going through to this next room, this is a room where all the things that look like they were made in the previous room are then boxed and stored. And there is tables with various locks and keys on them you find one box that looks identical to the one that nerium showed you before that says one use only on the top um and inside there is a key that is identical to the one that nerium showed you before what catches your attention in here though make me investigation check it's time for tara to do investigate <laughs> you could just leave it there just investigate 17 Woo! 17. What catches your attention is that there are two locks on the table that don't seem to have any visible keyhole on them. Huh. This is weird. Wait, wait, what? Run that by me again? Yep, two, like, two padlocks that don't seem to have any keyhole. No way of releasing the padlock. Are they locked? Uh, one is locked, one is not. Tara would like to pocket the, the, the one use only key while he's there. Uh, and then I guess pick up the, the locks and just Come back and show them to Nerium. Look what I found. That's lovely. 
Yeah, I know. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Oh, well, the locked one's probably not super useful, but the one that isn't locked, you could that could be very handy. Yeah, you could lock something with it, I guess. <laughs> and you, well, you could lock something with it that can never be unlocked because it doesn't have a keyhole, Taro. That's that's kind of my point. I mean, can you see one of these numbers anywhere? And I hold up the card. He's asking me if I've just seen numbers with, like written on things. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to work out what the six code number is to get back out of here. Have I seen any numbers just written on things? Nope. No. Maybe you should examine the shaft. Yes. I'm Jesus just Christ, saying, Gary. Can I, can I have a look at the sheet? <laughs> <laughs> can I have a look at the sheet, please? Is that a, is that a voice for? Uh, <laughs> is your bean voice for for, for nighttime <laughs> stuff? <laughs> time to examine the shaft. It's bedroom talk time with with Gary. <laughs> If, if that's an investigation check. Have you considered yep. examining the shaft? That's a 17. The shaft rises. You merely adopted the shaft. <laughs> With my high levels of shaft expertise, I would like to investigate. I was uh-huh. born in the shaft. Molded by it. You merely adopted the shaft. For you. Alright, okay, it let's will be get through this. extremely painful. <laughs> I can't keep up the voice. No, I can't do the voice. I'm very bad at the bane voice. Read a chef. I just put my hand over my mouth and speak normally. Can we please? Mad Max. Okay, so uh, you start to examine the shaft. The chain comes out from the bottom of it. The pit has like a couple of what look like very little holes around the side of it. Yeah. It's about a seven foot drop. I mean, that's more than twice my height. So. For you, it's a big drop. Yeah. Um, can I reach the uh, little holes in the um, in the thing that the shaft is entering? <laughs> yes, you can. <gasps> can I investigate and see? I mean, are they are they just pits or are they actually? Can you can, you, can I get some fingers in them? <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> you cautiously insert your finger into oh. one of the little pit holes at the bottom of the shaft and it, it just oh. goes on you, your finger is not long enough to reach the end of it if indeed there is an end wow, okay. sounds good <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus. I'm, I'm relaying all of this via message to everybody on both sides of the door what you're just giving us a play by play while you do the thing you're doing is it hot in here? <laughs> Stop now. I just I can't read the the, the cards, so I thought maybe that would help. I think of the shaft, Mario. <laughs> Taro's being weird again. That help. <laughs> I've lost all con- concentration. Findex, you can't like hit this door really hard, can you? Findex, yes. Can you just hit this door really, really hard? There is a thunk sound and it doesn't move. Fuck. Ow. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, Findex. Uh, stand back and a bit to the side. Let me try if I... And I'm going to Eldritch Blast the door. Okay. The magic hits the door and bounces off. It is reflected back into the room, almost oh, like shit. a bullet, and it hits one of the far walls and psh, fizzles out. Woo. Okay. No, magic doesn't... No. no. How many chests are there in the room? That's a fair amount. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Legit. That's nice and specific. Thank you. These all, there's all these boxes with keys. Can I try and open some of the boxes if I can find the right keys for any of them? Yep, several of them. You spend a couple of minutes. Make me an investigation check. Oh, fucking... I'm real glad I've got shit all in investigate. Oh, four! Taro, give me a hand! All right. Between you, you spend about half an hour 
and you find keys that fit locks and open them and some are intricate some are like puzzles some are just straight open locks none of them have any effect on the door and none of them are actually opening receptacles that might have information inside or, or symbols or you get the sense after that long that this was a room where maybe locks and keys of an arcane nature were studied and built and you have managed to lock yourself into this room somehow all right Nerim, i'm fed up with this pick a number one to ten Three. I slapped that three in after the 42069. Okay, nothing happens. Well, that's it. I'm out of ideas. Again. Guys? Guys? Yeah? Uh, this might be o- overly simple, but how about just count down? From what? Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. No, one. Put, that, put the numbers in there. I don't know which numbers are which. Did we ever figure out what was the deal with the holes? God damn it, guys! Just pull, just tug on the shaft. All right. That's what I'm thinking. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. Okay, right. Oh god, this is. Mm. Are there any hand holes or anything? Might I be able to scale the shaft? There are holes. No, there are holes in the pit. In the pit. In the pit. Uh, there. No, the shaft is very smooth. Jesus. Tara jumps in the pit. I have rope. I am going to get my rope and attempt to throw it around so that I can like because there's a there's a there's a platformy bit at the top of the shaft where the chain comes out I want to throw the top of the rope round and see if I can't climb up okay uh make me a dexterity check Taro jumps into the pit make me also Taro make me a dexterity saving throw Taro breaks three of his legs and he dies in the pit <laughs> three of his legs oh, yeah all of them <laughs> <laughs> hey hey <laughs> things we didn't know about Taro uh um, 13 19 you manage to get the rope around the top. You start to climb it. Make me a strength check to climb. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, six, oh, 15. You start to climb it. And as you get to the top, this hexagonal-ish bit is like quite thin. There's not actually a platform. The chain just drops down the middle of it. I know, but I'm really small. I'm just going to hold on like a little monkey. Tara, what was your number 13? Yeah, you, you're, you're fine. You don't take any damage. Uh, I want to look up the... Shaft. Okay. I want to look up the sheath. What are we calling it? Can we have a safe name? From opposite ends of the shaft, you and Neria make eye contact. <laughs> can we call it a tube? Can we call it a tube? Can we call it something safer? I'm very unhappy with you. You can call it a tube. You see Neria peering from the top of the tube. You are at the bottom of the tube. Hello. <laughs> Any ideas? I'm gonna yank this chain. Yeah, I was thinking I might try and climb a bit up it and see if my weight does anything. Okay, Taro, you. Pull on the chain. Make me a strength check. Oh, my forte. Mm. My greatest strength. That's an 18. 18. You give the chain a very hearty pull. And as you do, the the chain... A tug, one might say. A tug. The chain rattles. And two things happen at the same time. The first thing is that your hands and the chain suddenly meld together. And your hands are now (laughs) attached to the chain and the little cards of numbers that were on the ground all kind of with this kind of magic burst and a couple of them lift up and with a sound put themselves in the door and the numbers in the door are two and then you see the cards kind of like shrinking and moving around and the next two go in and they're two ones that form an 11 and then there are two that form a 25 and there are two that form a 44 and there are two that form a 68. And then the last one that now has space for two cards is left blank. And you are now attached to the chain. Ah, uh, well, this is not great. I seem to be in a bit of a sticky situation. What's happened? Well, it's sort of my hands are now 
sort of part of this chain, it seems. What numbers are those in that in there? Tell me what the numbers are. Can I see? I'm in a pit. Make me a perception check. A perception to see if I have line of sight. Yeah, to basically see if you can like peer over the top enough and then at that angle make out what the numbers are. That's a that's that's a, like a line of sight check plus height. I'll roll plus height. Well you're five foot, so you've got two foot to see. And then you've got to make sure that you're in position to see the numbers. So what did you get? Don't be angry because you pulled the chain and activated the trap. 13. 13. Yeah, you can see the numbers. I do the thing that I did. As you say that, the little holes on the side of the pit make this noise and water shoots out at great speed and velocity. And the pit is slowly starting to fill with water. I would like you to roll me initiative. Uh, 22. 13. 14. Tara, your hands melded to this metal chain. You and the chain are one, and this pit is starting to fill with water, and Nerium, you clinging to the top of this uh, this tube, can see this happening. Shit. Ah, I believe I'm going to die. 